This is the Book Legion Podcast, where we review thought-provoking books to give our Legionnaires the knowledge they need to dominate the next level of their life. Thanks so much for joining me this week on the Book Legion. My name is Tyser Evans. This week I'm going to be covering Spirit Junkie by Gabriella Bernstein. So if you're not familiar with who Gabby Bernstein is, she is a spiritual teacher, a lecturer, keynote speaker. She's also a recovering um, addict. She talks very openly about in her book that through recovery really kind of helped her spirituality and develop a deeper relationship uh, with spirit. She's someone who teaches A Course in Miracles. If you're not familiar with The Course in Miracles, I suggest you go teach, uh, go check it out. It's a, I mean, it's a book that basically you walk through daily principles. You have like an assignment every single day, and it teaches you basically how to get rid of ego. It was a book that was channeled through some people back in the 60s and 70s, I believe. I'm not super up to speed with The Course in Miracles. I do know about it uh, because I'm also a fan of Marianne Williamson, who teaches A Course in Miracles, and Gabby teaches a lot of her uh, principles from A Course in Miracles. So I tell you that because it's good to know that a lot of the foundations are going to come from there. So if you're familiar with that book, a lot of these will be recognizable to you. So Gabby, what she really helps you to start to do is retrain your mind, let go of ego, uh, ego be connected to spirit, but in a new way where it's not the hippie version. You can tell like, you know, in her picture here, if you watch on YouTube, you know, Gabby dresses cool. She's about my age. I think she's 37, 38, maybe in her early forties, right? She wrote this book, Spirit Drunking in 2011. So she's been on the scene for quite some time. So I'm gonna cover with you guys now is my three favorite uh, takeaways from the book, Spirit Junkie. So the first thing I'm gonna talk about, our first chapter I'm gonna talk about is chapter two. And she has a section in there and each each chapter has little sub chapters. It might be a page or half a page or a couple pages long. And the one that stuck out to me in this chapter, chapter two, it's all about letting go of ego, right? How it's, the chapter is called Anxiety in ashram. And so what she really starts to have a focus on is right here, you know, fear of the past. All of us are conditioned to think that what we've done in the past, good or bad, but mostly bad, is then makes up our identity of who we are today. Sure, we are a product of our decisions from the past, but it doesn't mean that we have to identify with the mistakes that we've made in the past. It doesn't have to become our identity today. We can always change moving forward. And so she does a really great job of talking about, you have to let that old story go. You know, it's not done a part of your identity. A lot of us get really wrapped up into our identity as far as like, we're a father, we're a wife, we're a son, you know, we're an electrical engineer, you know, we're a baker, and we get really constructed into these labels and identities of who we are. And really what she starts to break down is you're just spirit, right? So there's no point of having anxiety about your, your past and the mistakes that you've made, just as like there's, and she talks about this in the same chapter, there's no reason to have fear of the future as well. Because if you're constantly living in the future and you're projecting all the things are going to happen and you can never truly be present. So I really like uh, right away she starts to break down ego. Don't be in the past. Don't be in the present. Be here. Be now. Let go of your labels. The next chapter I want to talk about is chapter six. And this chapter is all about repeating your patterns and in relationships. And for me, uh, I'm a believer in reincarnation. I think that, you know, we have many different lifetimes here. You know, time is something that is only a construct in our mind. Really, there's no such thing as time, right? Time is only linear in our perception. Time is really more like vertical. It's all, everything is happening all at once. And so for me, it just makes a lot more sense that you don't have just like one shot to, and again, you know, this is not 
this is, you can believe whatever you want to believe and I'll still respect you and love you. Um, but you know, just saying that I've got one shot to get this thing right, never really resonated with me, but saying that, Hey, every time I'm here, I'm going to have new relationships, which is like an assignment for me. That's going to teach me something for the evolution and progression of myself as I which is the whole reason I believe that we're here is for the evolution, progression, and growth of our soul. And I think that the best ways and the fastest ways we get that growth is through our relationships. And so she really talks about this chapter is you have to really start to break down and analyze the patterns that are associated with your relationships. Oftentimes, this is where people fuck up in the dating scene. They're in one relationship, it's very toxic. So they go and they start dating someone that seemingly on paper is different, different career, maybe death and ethnicity, maybe even a different religion, right? But then they have the same type of problems. Well, that person is bringing that problem back to you every single time until you learn the lesson. So you can change people and you can change their demographics. You can change where they're from. You can change their religion. You can change their skin color. But oftentimes... Everybody that comes into your life is going to continue to bring those same lessons and assignments to you until you take time to reflect and learn of what that person is bringing you as far as the ability for you to be able to grow. So I really love this chapter because I think too many of us think that we make friends with family or excuse me, we have the family that we do or we make friends that we do just by random choice or excuse me, by random coincidence or I believe that really the soul chooses who you have relationships with in this lifetime. And based on that, you have certain types of assignments from certain types of people for just the evolution of yourself to grow. And I think that that happens over the course of many different lifetimes. My personal belief, but I took took a lot away from chapter six. And then the last chapter she talks about is accepting the invitation. And she goes into a really powerful story about how her mom has been sick for 15 years and she was really trying to heal herself through holistic Eastern type modalities. And so they went and wanted to meet with John the God, which was a... Um, figure that the mother had heard about that thought they could help with her healing. And what Gabby learned by going and meditating with John of God was really, it brought her full circle, although she had been teaching and lecturing on spirituality, that she really had to do a better job of accepting spirit. And I think that this, regardless of what you think, if you're agnostic, um, you know, you're Christian, you're Muslim, you, you believe in Buddhism, whatever, Hinduism, right? I think that you can look at spirit as just collective consciousness or energy, or it doesn't have to be anything religious. But I think it's it's listening, being intuitive with yourself, which kind of ties in with chapter six, and accepting that you have messages and you have gifts and you have passions that you need to be aware of and that you need to take advantage of them. And so for her going to this retreat with her mother, kind of brought full circle that there are messages being sent in all different ways and modalities and for her to go deeper and brought her uh, full of love. So for me, I like this chapter because it's it's talking about accepting an invitation and you have uh, opportunities and invitations constantly in your life when it comes to relationships and the growth of who you are spiritually. Oftentimes though, we're so busy in our day-to-day minutia we miss the warning signs and ability to be able to grow. Um, and if we don't accept the invitation because we're too fixated potentially on the past or in the future or on our problems or watching TV or being on social media, then we don't ever accept the spirit. So then we're fundamentally not as happy as we could be because we're not 
living our life's path, right? And if you're not on your path, then your life feels out of congruency because you are here for a specific purpose. And again, that purpose is through the evolution of your soul. And the way that we learn that is through life lessons. And the best way that we learn that through life lessons is our connections with everybody that we've had in our life. And again, in my philosophy, the way I think about things, there are no mistakes. Everybody was put in your life for a reason because everybody that you come into contact with, whether it's for one hour, one day, one year, or your entire life, was there to deliver and to give you a message. And you have to be ready to accept it and receive it. And the best way you can do that is by implementing a lot of the practices um, in this book, uh, Spirit Junkie. You know, it's a radical road to self-love and miracles is the subtitle. So I'm a huge fan of uh, Gabby Bernstein or Gabriella Bernstein. She goes by Gabby Bernstein though. Um, she's got a ton of other books out there, lots of bestsellers. She talks a lot. She's a keynote speaker. She could look up and see if she's in any, any conferences near you. But I would highly recommend you, you start with this book, Spirit Junkie, and then move on to some others. And if it interests you, check out A Course in Miracles. I own Course in Miracles. I've never done it um, personally. The work in it, my mom's done it a few times, and she's you know, gotten a lot out of it. It makes her think deeply. So I would definitely uh, buy Spirit Junkie if you're someone who's spiritual, looking to deepen your own spirituality. Again, it's not pragmatic towards one religion. It's very agnostic when it comes to that. Um, the book's about 10 bucks. I'll put it in the show notes if you want to drop down and buy it whether you're watching this on YouTube or a podcast. If you guys haven't done so, please subscribe to the podcast. I really appreciate your support. Uh, the Book Legion has been exploding. I know the numbers have just been going through the roof uh, the last month, so thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Make sure you drop me a comment. Leave me a five-star review. It makes it easier for other people to be able to find uh, The Book Legion. And with that, I'll leave you guys till next week when we cover another book. Thanks so much for being a Legionnaire. I appreciate all your support. Yeah.